Hello and welcome to Punta Vista, episode 310. I am Ben and I am here in the catacombs. The air hangs hot, uh-huh. heavy and close, choked with the dust disturbed by my passage. Bones crunch underfoot, but of what nature I don't dare check. Sharp outcrops of ancient brick and twisted stone catch my arms and legs, drawing blood. What was once maybe a deep silence has become a cacophony. Perhaps it is the roaring of blood in my ears or the deep tectonic rumbling of trains passing far, far above me. Perhaps it is the breath of some sickly, pale cave beast following just beyond the light of my torch, waiting to strike until after I have collapsed from exhaustion. The passage of time is unclear. I am beyond hunger and thirst, or at least inured now to their desperate cries. Has it been weeks? I don't recall what twists and turns I've taken, how many levels descended, and how many desperate, hopeful, and ultimately futile ascensions I have made in turn. The battery of my torch is near death, and my only companion is madness. With me is a 35-second snippet of semi-charmed life by Third Eye Blind that I've been completely unable to get out of my head the whole time I've been down here. It's Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hey. Do, do, do. do Which do, bit do, are we talking? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where you're mostly going. mostly the dudes thing that are Just mostly me. the dudes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's perfect. That's what you want. I've been dooting around in my head the whole time. I've been and near I'm, death. We'll terrified. be here forever. Yeah. I'll be here forever because you keep repeating it in your head. Yeah. You will never forget me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what a shit song. Nah, that's good. Is it? Is that what yeah, he karaoke faves? Pop yeah, that it's on. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Whole, whole pub going do, 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 do. What's the problem? What's that song about? I think it's about meth. I think it's about meth. Is that song I about meth? About, I think that song's about crystal meth. I think it's about crystal meth. I don't know if. Semi chub is it? No, it is. Is, is, is this it, a prank you're doing you, on me? Is this? Are you learning this for the first time? This I is a moment. Am. Yeah, is this? Wow. True? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, what? I he wants something else. To yeah, get the but, him through part this. that he goes. Do, 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 do. What that's, are the other lyrics that, that represent? <laughs> I think he wants something else to get me through well. this. Yeah, semi charmed kind, kind of life, life. baby. Here we go. All right. So behind the catchy, upbeat, semi-charmed melody that entranced many a tween when it was released in 1997, I <laughs> uh, was not a tween in 1997, is a dark tale of relationships descent into crystal meth addiction. Oh. I can't believe you're learning do, this. Do, this is do, wonderful. Do, 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 I'm not a fucking third eye blind scholar. I'm just a regular the, man. Taking the, the third eye blind red gold. pill over here. The sky was gold. <laughs> it was rose. I was taking sips up my nose. And so on. Hmm. Well, that could be cocaine. That song could be about that anything. Could be well, there's a line where he says, "Doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break." So. Yeah, and this was on <laughs> the radio a lot. <laughs> do 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 do. What happened to fuck it? What happened to buddy? What happened to real rock and roll? Real rock and roll, yeah. like yeah. Uh, "Yellow Gold" by the Stranglers. Is yeah. That What's that one called? Uh, Golden brown, golden brown, golden brown, golden brown, brown like sun. Yeah. yeah. What? What about good old rock and roll? It's now not about anything. Music's yeah. about zannies and my situationship. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what was your last karaoke song, Ben? Um, well, it's funny that you say that because it's definitely my last karaoke song, in the sense that it will be the final one. Oh, uh, okay. I believe that night I tried. Two songs. Um, yeah. One was Amos Moses 
by Jerry Reed, uh, which is a great borderline comedy country song that might be familiar to people intimately familiar with the soundtrack to San Andreas. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on the country music station there. And I think I also did Head Over Heels by Tears for Fears, mm. which I don't know if you're familiar with Bang that song. There's a vocal range there that I do not have. It's got quite a range in it. It's a very <laughs> ambitious Tears for Fears, you say. Yeah. karaoke choice. It's really, really high pitch in the chorus yeah. there. And um, yeah, I'll give you two hundred dollars if you can guess my last one. I can't even. I cannot I can't picture, picture you. you doing karaoke. Yeah. And if you are, it's something very obscure. No, it's not. No. Uh, Britney Spears. It was a Britney Spears song. It was absolutely not. How are you guys? Wait, no. You tell us. No. We don't. What was it? Uh, what's the one where he's he looking at people that. on the beach, and he's like, "I'm in the city of angels, baby." Uh. And it's about a a movie with what Meg Ryan maybe is it it's City of Angels Iris Iris there you go you got it <laughs> it's about a movie is it the song Iris yeah. from the film City of Angels yeah by the Goo Goo Dolls by, by the, the Goo Goo Dolls yeah it's yeah. A good song that's like the first thing that if you buy a guitar at like seventeen an acoustic you learnt Iris by the Goo Goo oh, Dolls was I supposed to. Because I was going, to. I was I was shooting that down to Drop D and doing the opening riff to Home by Dream Theater. I th- ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yeah. I think there's maybe two paths you can take there. There's the one where like your biggest goal is that you could be the musical covers person at a pig and whistle. And you get four hours every Sunday, and so the first that song you learn me? is that could be you. You <laughs> get paid a fair chunk of money per hour, and they probably yeah. comp you a bunch of drinks. And people love you. People None of the money it. has any serial numbers on it, though. Yeah. Well, Does money have serial numbers? I think there's probably an identifying number on the bottom of it. Lucy, yeah. what was your last karaoke song? Oh, it would have been some pop country. Yeah. It would have been pop some country. Luke Bryan. Yeah. Country girl, shake Atkins. it from me. Maybe a little Trace Atkins. Hunky Maybe a little Nelly. Maybe a little feet Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Christ alive. Summer of 69. <laughs> also with me. Slithering wetly above me, completely undetected, is Theo, who lives here. Hey. Hi, Theo. How you doing? Good. <laughs> yep. What you doing down there? You what are lost, you doing? You lost, buddy. What are you doing up there is probably... Is it where I live? What do you mean, what am I doing up yeah. here? You've been following me the whole time. Yeah, this is all where I live. Yeah. You could have just sort of ignored me or helped me leave at yeah. any point. This is like when you have a bird trapped in your ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I would like you to be out of here, but I don't know a way to do it that won't make you completely freak the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. There's basically no way you could shepherd me out without me going, ah! <laughs> banging myself against the walls a bunch. And it it is because I look like this. Yeah. But toad, I can't help it. Sort of toad-like, borderline transparent mm-hmm. due to you having evolved to live in the caves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wet between... What used to be my feet. Yeah. Hmm. yeah and everywhere gross. else as well. Yeah. It's kind of damp. It's weird. It's such a dry environment down here. Yeah. That's because I've been keeping it all. I haven't got any wetness that you're keeping on you. Hey, save some <laughs> of that moisture mine. for the rest of us, pal. <laughs> hey, i got to tell you, I've spent so much time down here in the catacombs now. I wish I was as far away from it as I could possibly be. Perhaps up on a plane. It's time. It's time for Plainly Speaking. Uh, 
Mr. Captain speaking. Please return your seats to their upright positions as we are coming in hot on another edition of Plainly Speaking. This comes to us from KMGH in Denver, Colorado. United Airlines pilot caught on surveillance video taking an axe to a parking gate at Denver International Airport. Mm. What's the crime? It sounds like We've someone had a there. case of the Mondays yeah. <laughs> or whatever day this happened on. A United Airlines pilot was caught on surveillance video hacking away at a parking gate with an axe at Denver International Airport. Video obtained by ABC News Friday shows the United Airlines pilot walking towards the landside employee parking lot gate with an axe in his hand before briefly stopping as if to check out which parking gate he's going to target. (laughs) Why are they talking about this video being passed from hand to hand like it's Samistat or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) About a minute into the video, the pilot is then seen walking towards the gate farthest from him before he starts hacking away at the gate. A person inside a pickup truck can be seen in the video just sitting still as the man hacks away. (laughs) Just watch him. Well, you would, what would they do about move, it? Yeah. yeah, I'm not like, oh, no, that hey, parking gate is precious. Knock that off. Yeah, it's I'm probably staying in my car. Hey, yeah. come over here with that axe for a second. I got, I got words <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> Deranged man committing violence against a gate. Could you come a little closer to me? What you really want to do is discreetly film it and then sell it to Viral Hog for like 10 large. And that's a swimming yeah. pool. I don't know how much a swimming pool costs. Yeah. Probably more than ten grand. What with Bidenomics at play. That's right, and Biden's America. Yeah, nowadays you can't even get a swimming pool for, for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Above ground, you probably get one for ten grand. Not in ground, probably. that's for sure. Twenty seconds into the video, the pilot then stops his attack as he realizes the axe wasn't properly working because it was still being covered by its sheath. <laughs> oh, bud. <laughs> How embarrassing. Did that undermine oh. your powerful, angry gesture slightly? That's got to put you in a bigger rage, right? Yeah, which would make your blows even more powerful. Yeah. It'd yeah. Give you greater strength. But you are drawing that strength from the dark side. And so you'll end up looking fucked up. Yeah. Comes with a sacrifice of finesse as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not getting critical hits that way or whatever. I don't know. You're basing this on your memory of Knights of the Old Republic? I never played Knights of the Old Republic or any D&D. Is that D&D? It is. Yeah, Yeah. that was on the the D20 system. Yeah. No, I haven't played. Probably a bit of Fallout. Yeah. It's not. Okay. The United Pilot resumes his hacking for about another 15 seconds before the gate dislodges and moves out of the way to allow the driver on the pickup to pass through the now damaged gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a lovely interaction that would have been. Victory achieved. Yeah, he's just well like, done. oh, oh, sorry, mate, you were trying to get through? Okay, guy in the pickup's rolling through, just doing a little... Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks bud. for that. Yeah, appreciate it, We're talking it, mate. like a single parking gate. It's probably pretty easy to hack off, right? Yeah. Give like it a, a few good blows. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure your sheath is off, but yeah. The surveillance video shows the pilot grabbing the sheath from the floor and follows as he makes his way to the parking lot. A security guard follows him and a brief struggle ensues between the pilot and the guard <laughs> as the guard tries to take the axe away. Hey, <laughs> give me that. Come on. I'm just going to take that. Give me that. Real Stop. quick. Get, just, come, come on, man. <laughs> the pilot is then seen walking away from the parking lot into an empty field. <laughs> 
this man's having something of a like a falling down esque kind of day, yeah. which is not a day that you usually want a pilot to have. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I got to know what happened to this guy before he got to work today. You know. Yeah. What was the tipping point? Because of the ground. yeah, like that parking gate's the tipping point. It's not. Yeah. It's not the main issue. <laughs> this is just the, the, the thing above the surface. What's below in our iceberg meme is shit passengers. Yeah. Wife left me. Wife left me. Grand control staff don't know what the fuck they're doing. People at the tower don't respect me. Mm-hmm. Called traffic control mum. I yep. have uh, <laughs> misophonia and my co-pilot <laughs> is an open mouth chewer. <laughs> Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, that honestly sounds yeah. like hell. all my stim toys confiscated. <laughs> Wouldn't let me take my fidget spinner. This is a metal detector. This is a real sliding doors moment for this guy because it's either chop this parking gate into bits or be that guy that does a oh, barrel roll yeah. with seven three seven. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that this parking gate just saved about two hundred lives. <laughs> oh yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Thank God for this parking gate and yeah. that axe. Um, <laughs> so where I go to the dentist is like in southern Brisbane and they recently put up a parking gate and started charging um, like everyone in there that stays for more than whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, because people, it's like otherwise people would just park there and like cross the river or whatever or go to the hospital. And um, my dentist reckons that the gate keeps getting shorter and shorter as people try and like swerve around it and knock like the next piece of it off. <laughs> and like they'll bend it and then the the building maintenance guy will come out and just like bend the bits that's that's bent like backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards until it just pops off on that bit. <laughs> Something is down to its elbow now. Good. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the train that is Kind of, you know, a hundred yeah. meters away. You're not in traffic. You are traffic. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 I love driving. <laughs> Getting <laughs> in my car and going, woohoo. I'm king I'm of the king road. Of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, South Brisbane, that's a region. There are sure other regions in this world, and what happens in them is bullshit sometimes. It's time for regional bullshit. Regional bullshit. Every little town has got their own bullshit. Regional bullshit. Every little town has just got to have it. This comes to us from... WTMJ in Wisconsin. Oh, sorry. I should say first. This was sent in to us by Lars. We love Lars. Thank you, Lars. Uh, from WTMJ in Wisconsin. One last ride. The famous poker escalator inside the bed center goes silent. Damn. RIP. Yeah. Isn't that isn't TMJ lockjaw that you get from yeah. tetanus? Yep. Yeah. I believe we talked about this in the episode with Patrick Gill. Although TMJ okay. is the name of the And he had the joint. It's the yeah. name of the joint. Yeah, which we had people oh. angrily correcting us about that for calling yeah. the don't disorder DMJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't, don't correct us. Yeah, please don't, don't correct people us. Ca- people call it that anyway. Yeah, they do. People do call it that. It's colloquial. Yeah. 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 Language evolves. I know it. It evolves. I know that's what the joint's called. Yeah. 
Lucy knows all about joints, am I right? You, 420, yeah. smoke up, bro. No, yeah. I don't. I'm not that You're cool. not a weed person. <laughs> Mainly because Andrew poisoned you last time he tried, as he does all of us. Yes. Yes. Poisoning his friends, which he might have done to himself this morning. It's hard to tell if he's hungover or if the dinner party also included a weed overdose. I'm assuming the latter. Yeah. It's a sad day in Milwaukee. The famous poker escalator inside of the bed center is going silent. The poker escalator is part of an art exhibit inside the downtown Milwaukee convention center called Poker Time. Push a button called Push to Play Poker and one of 200 poker songs starts playing. As you ride what is known as the poker later, you see 20 pictures of people enjoying and playing poker music. This sounds like a nightmare, like something from a horror film. Yeah, it's the poker later. (laughs) <laughs> Most of the photos were taken at a 1976 party in Milwaukee marking the 200-year anniversary of United States independence. It is so funny to be like, 200 poker songs and upwards of 20 photos. <laughs> not, Just 20 pictures of people at a photos. party in 1976 too? Yeah. Like not even a really old one? Like was the party like a great... Was that a really big time for poker, that one party? It must have been. Quote, well, as an artist, it's been a thrill to have, to to offer to produce so much pleasure for so many people for so many years. What? This is, um, (laughs) all of these articles, most of the articles we read are transcripts of videos, which means that they are not trying to, they're just writing down exactly how people have said stuff, which includes their like hesitations and stuff. Very confusing. You don't have to do that as a journalist. You yeah. Can, you could paraphrase people. You, you can lightly edit for clarity and then have a mm. note at the bottom and say, parts of this interview were lightly edited for clarity. And also we may gain uh, commission from any affiliate links. Yeah. You click if you want to go and buy the classic photo of dogs playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever so, it was. Sorry. So this is poker like the musical genre. I've really been less. <laughs> like, P-O-L-K-A. <laughs> okay, so that, clarifies, music. that clarifies one thing. Now, I thought that the mo- music was like, you got to learn when to hold a logo forward, maybe poker face. <laughs> this is an elevator, escalator elevator with the gambler. So those are the two I songs you can think really of. I was really following. You were looking at your phone, yeah. Yes. <sighs> Poker Face, The Gambler. Name a third (laughs) poker song that you can think of off the top of your head. Oh, Ace of Spades. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's the Ace of Spades in poker. Yeah. Yeah. The Joker. The Joker. Does the Joker. The the Joker isn't even in the poker deck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're so good at. Sorry, I didn't even get to the punchline of this sentence, by the way. Quote, well, as an artist, it's been blah, 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 says Dick Blau, who created <laughs> Poker Time back in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> that man's name is spelled B-L-A-U, like the Blau. German word for blue. Dick Blau. Oh. Dick Blue. Dick Blue. You should get that checked Dick out. Blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Half his luck. <laughs> Poker is fun, danceable, and is kind of whimsical. And for 25 years, this art installation has preserved and promoted poker perfectly. (laughs) 
that's why Blau doesn't want to be this to be a somber occasion. I don't think it's up to you to say whether an art installation captures something perfectly. That's that's kind of um That's for other people right? to decide, yeah. Yeah, that's for you as the viewer going on the poker later, listening to one of two hundred poker songs and looking at twenty photos of a party in nineteen seventy six to decide whether this has fully captured the essence of what is poker. Do you also where is this Wisconsin? Yeah, this is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't know how much Milwaukee is uh, knows about the history and culture of poker. Is that the heartland of like American poker? I couldn't tell you. I could tell you. There no. might be. Is there a big Polish population there? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of Polish uh, immigrants in like the Midwest and stuff. So there's probably some roots there. Probably. Mm-hmm. Quote. It's like a New Orleans funeral. Something actually really happened, but let's give it a good send-off, Blau said. So he wants the funeral to be fun. Yeah. The poker later. People from far and wide, including royalty, came to pay their respects to the poker escalator. Did they? Yeah. Do you want to guess who the royalty was? Is it going to yeah. be like the, the the Wisconsin Dairy Queen or something? So <laughs> fucking close. <laughs> Quote, I'm going to miss, really, the spirit behind it and the history that we have here, Lisa Hare, the Wisconsin Poker Boosters Queen, said. <laughs> That's even more specific. That's so good. Her job is just to represent and promote poker. Yeah, it'd be weirder if she wasn't there. Kind of be a derelict of duty. Yeah. I, I, like, she can't have that many functions to attend in a year, surely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I had something on that weekend. Do you need, like, really yeah. need me to be there? They're doing a rerun of uh, Weird. Yeah, that'd be really good to see that. I'm just such a big poker fan. (laughs) Plus, DJ Shotsky, a poker radio DJ for WVMO in Monona, next to Madison, couldn't miss the opportunity to ride the poker later for the first and last time. This guy... DJ Shotsky. Yeah, a poker radio DJ had never been on the poker later. In the like 20, 23 years that it was up. Wow. I guess it wasn't that important to you after yeah. all. Yeah, so maybe you a don't fake fan. Live and breathe poker, DJ yeah. Shotsky. Just to be clear, this is an escalator, right? Yeah, in a mall. Oh, a convention how, center, sorry. Not how long can you be on the escalator? So and you just push a button and it plays a. Yeah, that's optional, though. Song. You can also use the escalator without pushing the button. And so the, the escalator was poker themed. Yes. In a convention, yeah, center. Yes. So they so, was it both the up and down. That's a good question. That's Lex. a great question. You'd hope. You'd hope so. Otherwise, there'd be people trapped up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know where it goes. Quote: I love poker because it's such a quintessential <laughs> Wisconsin sound. Is it? <laughs> Do I not know much about Wisconsin? <laughs> when I think of Wisconsin, I think of beer, cheese, and the beautiful music of poker. <laughs> uh, and I really love that it's a happy, positive kind of music, Stacey Harbour, also known as TJ Shotsky, said. You can tell how popular the poker escalator has been by seeing how much the paint has rubbed off the push-to-play poker sign. One mm-hmm. fan pushed that button the first day it was installed, and the last... This is such a fucking Bioshock ass <laughs> installation. <laughs> <It sure is. laughs> the quote 
It's kind of a unique Milwaukee experience. It's kind of yeah. fun to see and take one last ride on the poker escalator. <laughs> Jeff Blau, a poker escalator fan, said. That's honest. Jeff, I like oh, it. Jeff, okay. Blau, yeah. Kind Jeff of. So we. Yeah. Kind of a unique experience. Kind of fun. It's great. Yeah. There's no relation between Jeff and Dick. They said it was just a coincidence. Nah, I'm not buying Two it. Two Blau's? I am not buying it. Yeah. Uh, these blouse know each other. <laughs> I know for sure that these blouse are familiar. <laughs> these these blouse are related, yeah. <laughs> Two blouse in poker. I don't buy it. No. <laughs> Blau, they don't say which one. <laughs> uh, blouse <laughs> says the poker letter is coming down because of a discrepancy over one picture. Oh. Yeah, a huh? discrepancy. I didn't, I didn't even ask why it was coming down. No, no. it's the same time. Seemed... <laughs> Eminently right. reasonable. Yeah, we realized it was kind of goofy, <laughs> so we got rid of it. Uh, he, whichever one it is, said the Wisconsin Center District told him to take it down because of the protruding tongue in the photo. He what? refused. What? Is that like against Wisconsin law so or they're something? Losing, they're losing the poker escalator because of... Um... Milwaukee decency laws? Yeah. yeah, because there's a protruding tongue in one of the poker photos. But this guy wouldn't back down. Yeah. Poker comes with a little bit of edge. Yes, that's yeah. right. And if you this can't handle it, maybe you're not a poker music. fan. Yeah. <laughs> this, right. This isn't your grandfather's poker escalator. <laughs> now, Blau said his art is coming down. The Wisconsin Center District said the post- poker escalator is ending as the convention center modernizes with the $456 million expansion project that is scheduled to be finished by March 2024. So he says it's the protruding tongue. Yeah. They say it's because they're refurbishing the building. I believe him. I think it's the woke agenda. I think it's the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the poker later too rude for you? Yeah. Are you offended? Yeah. Are you offended? Does this offend you, Wisconsin Center District? <laughs> Take your sensitive ass back to Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of the reason, the poker, I can't say this fucking combination of words. The poker escalator is going quiet after 25 years of poker dancing fun. 25 years they couldn't get rid of this bullshit. I did some really bad maths before. It's like 1998 to 2023. That's 23 years, baby. Mm. But this may not be the end entirely. Quote, I have applied to the Metropolitan Transit Authority Public Art Program in New York City. They have a new subway line, Blau said. He hopes his he's art taking it to on. the big city. Yeah, but he's not, right? He's like, not. It's, he's I don't not. think you're you're not making it in New York with that kind of art, buddy. But the MTA is not going to pay to move an entire goddamn escalator. Oh, probably you could just take the button and the recorded and the photos, and pictures. Yeah. I just don't think this. That's the. It's the Big Apple, baby. The poker later's not going to fly. Yeah. I don't think it's going to fly there. I'm sorry, Mr. Blau. Deeply sorry, but I just, I don't think the big city is ready for what you got. He hopes his art can live on in, on in New York City, but ideally he'd like it to be somewhere in Wisconsin. For now, though, the poker escalator is going quiet until it finds a new home. And there's only like six escalators in Wisconsin, so it's a bit, a bit hard-pressed to find a new home. I feel like Wisconsin is like about the size of Brisbane. Can't Wait, no, Wisconsin's the state. It's probably about the size of Queensland, I reckon. 
Yeah, and Pretty they're big. classic cities of Wisconsin, like you got Des Moines. That's uh, in nope. Iowa. <laughs> Junkie town. The population of That's Wisconsin a fallout. is one and a half times that of Queensland. There are nah. six million people in Wisconsin. Nah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I bet you Queensland's like four times as big. Be about that, I reckon. They don't have the Forex Brewery, do they? No, that's actually no. like they're famous for beer. That is Wisconsin's like whole thing. They got it's a cheese castle. Identity. Yeah, yeah, beer and cheese and poker. Well, we don't have cheese, so. Don't yeah. have a cheese castle. Kind of Wisconsin's no. sounding pretty good right now. Yeah, we got a macadamia castle. Or oh, something. yeah, a macadamia castle. Yeah, we got some sort of some shit up here. We've hey, got, we've got Aussie World. Yeah. You guys ever been to Aussie World? It fucking what? sucks, man. Is that like a theme park? Yeah. Oh, we should go. So, sort of, yeah. yeah. Like a shitty of, one? Yeah. It's like there's theme parks south of Brisbane at the Gold Coast, obviously, yes. where all the good ones are. All and the there's also ones, a yeah. little theme park north on the sunny coast that yeah. is dog shit. <laughs> and from the road, all you can kind of see is a pub that's sort of like if they took a foot rots flat pub and then oh. built it. Oh, but I have terrible news for you. I don't know when the last time you went past the Edamoga pub was. I was about to say, do you mean the Edamoga pub? Yeah, except it's not the Edamoga pub anymore. Is that it's gone? Banana Benders. And they've they've de-wonkified the building. They <gasps> took the car off the roof and they've painted it like, I think it's sort of green and yellow. And it looks like absolute shit, but not in the charming way that the Edamoga pub did. Why'd they do that? I don't know. The times, they're fucking changing, aren't they? Vandalism. Yeah. 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 Cultural vandalism. This is what they took from you. The Edamoga pub, which was also bad. <laughs> and I hated it when it was that, Never but I been. hate what it is now more. Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Vista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. Hey, those developers probably just trying to make a quick buck by getting rid of some of the Sunshine Coast's only cultural heritage. But we all make mistakes because Pobody's Nerfect. It's mm-hmm. time for Pobody's Nerfect. Pobody's Nerfect. No, no. Pobody's Nerfect. No. This comes to us from the CBC. Saskatchewan engineer slept with an 18-month suspension after designing a bridge that collapsed hours after opening. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked it. Yeah. Yeah. The association that regulates professional engineers in Saskatchewan has suspended Scott Gulaka 
for 18 months because he designed a bridge that collapsed just hours after it opened to the public. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's a bad day. <laughs> that's a bad day for Sol Scotty. Gulaka was responsible for the Dick Memorial Bridge <laughs> in the RM of Clayton. That's the, that's the joke name and the real name yeah, is... Yeah. So long to Dick. The only, I was going to say, it's probably not Dick, it's probably Dyke also. No, surely not. Definitely Dick. We're spelling this D-Y-C-K, right? Yeah, but there's no E on the end. I choose right. to believe. Oh, it's yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a Dick straight up and down. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit curved. About 300 kilometers east of Saskatoon. It opened and collapsed on September 14th, 2018. A fun thing to be able to say. Yeah. That's going to look great on the Wikipedia page. On the wiki page. page. Uh, the Dick Memorial Bridge was a bridge. No one was injured when it fell into the river. That's good. Well, that's place. good. Good, clean fun. Yeah. The engineer was found guilty on three counts of professional misconduct earlier this year by a discipline committee panel for the Association of Professional Engineers and Geoscientists of Saskatchewan, or APEGS. On Monday, the association released its final order relating to its investigation into Gulak's misconduct, including the bridge's collapse, described in the document as a, quote, catastrophic failure and other projects. It says here the bridge isn't supposed to collapse. Yeah. Yeah, what what did yours do, Scotty? Do you reckon he said sorry? Because yeah. <laughs> he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of they say like sorry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, can you do that again? No. Okay. The association determined that Gulaka didn't operate in a quote careful and diligent manner on the Dick Memorial Bridge <laughs> because he did not employ a site specific geotechnical analysis and did not provide adequate engineering designs for the helical pile foundations. Oh, and if like you have helical boy piles, of, yeah, <laughs> it's the bad boy of engineering. Yeah, yeah, he's like that that doctor that would do brain surgery on on even the cases the other ones wouldn't do it on. Yeah, and turns out he's just yeah, and it turns out he's just like hacking their brains up and stuff. Yeah. I don't need adequate engineering designs for the helical pile foundations. Mm. Yeah. Uh, site-specific yeah. geotechnical analysis. I could probably just guess. Yeah, Helical okay, piles Einstein. are right here in in the heart. Yeah, that's right. And here in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> An engineer steers with his heart and balls. <laughs> the engineer was also reprimanded for his work on five other bridges located in the Saskatoon rural municipalities of Scott, Caledonia, Mervyn, and Purdue. I don't know when they abbreviate it to Sask, whether they're talking about Saskatchewan or Saskatoon. Oh. I'm going to say Saskatchewan, maybe. Probably. Also, this is on you. He's been reprimanded for his work on five other bridges. Yeah. yeah I'm not you... firing this guy to make my bridge. You wanted to save money here. You yeah. build another four or five shit bridges. Do we get this one to stop asking Scotty Dud Bridges again? (laughs) Everyone else is on holiday at the moment. We're all going to Japan. (laughs) Got those cheap Jetstar flights. (laughs) On that matter, the discipline committee panel found Gulak's designs, quote, lacked relevant design information, including inaccurate representation of bridge designs, and that they lacked critical details, among other code deficiencies. This resulted in, quote, five superstructure designs which were inadequate to carry the minimum loads required by the code. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sort of some loads refused situation then for those bridges. According to the APEG's final order, 
Schoolacker is currently living and working out of the province. However, <laughs> I thought, so that's just according to information that they saw in that, not that he has been ordered to stay inside <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah. However, it says he has expressed a desire to return to Saskatchewan and resume working as an engineer. That could happen by December 2023. I, I don't know if it might. Yeah. Although it seems like it could. Because the start of Gulaka's suspension is backdated to June 8th, 2022, the date he was ordered to stop practicing professionally in the province. So, <laughs> hey, hey, knock that, knock that knock off. Knock it up. Yeah. Oh, you can come back, though. You're fine. However, there will be restrictions if he returns. Once his suspension period ends, the engineer will be barred from working on bridge projects in Saskatchewan for five years. Probably good. Gulaka will also be subject to three years of direct supervision. During that time, Gulaka must complete five hours of verifiable ethics training in each of the three years. Okay. What do you do? What does he do with the what? rest of the day? Is it like go to the pub yeah. afterwards? <laughs> oh, well, we've done your annual ethics training and it's two. Probably too late to start something else. <laughs> what is it? One of those questionnaires, it's like you find a wallet and you pick it up. Yeah. What do yeah. you do to it? Keep it for yourself. <laughs> oh, it looks like there's a bus full of children heading towards a bridge that a dickhead designed wrong. Is that good or bad? <laughs> Yeah. If you throw yourself in front of the bus, you could save the children. What do you do? They just left. Stretch. <laughs> Engineering is very forgiving as a profession. Yeah. It's so fun. Do you yeah. really need engineers that badly? Can't you just can't you just say this one's not for you? Yeah. Have you considered becoming something with a little more wiggle room, like a real yeah. estate agent or somebody mm. who works in marketing? Maybe head south of the border, become a poker artist. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have to go far, I think. Pursue your I think my mental model of America. Uh, he's also required to pay APEG's maximum fine of $15,000 on top of $32,000 for the association's investigation costs. It's really getting um, APEGged at the Bowser. What's <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that? <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> The engineer has already faced some financial consequences for his actions. Uh, during the investigation process, Gulak had testified that he paid $250,000 out of his own pocket to repair the collapsed Dick Memorial Bridge. Uh, according to the association. <laughs> I kind of... Oh, He's got a bridge to sell him. That man has sold himself a bridge. He has. Through his own actions. He's but he's tried to pick that bridge back up. Yeah. I don't know he's if he can to repair it. the Dick Memorial Bridge. He he has. He's trying to re-erect the Dick Memorial Bridge, and yeah. I think that's admirable. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's putting the work in. I think that if he paid for a new one and no one was hurt, what's the harm? Well, yeah. and then he stopped. To- Working as an engineer. Yeah. You can maybe. just call it quits at that point. Don't come back to engineering. Just be like, you know what? I got a clean record. Only one bridge collapsed. I fixed it myself. And now I'm a hairdresser. Yeah. Ugh. You're fine. You don't You're even fine. have to. call sort yeah. of even Stevens on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You've had the humility to say it. Maybe engineering's not for me. Yeah. You're like um, 
DJ Qualls' character from that episode of Scrubs that he's in, where he has to decide that being a doctor is not for him. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a callback to what we're talking about DJ Qualls in the last episode. Yeah, a lot of DJ Qualls on the bonus episode, uh, content. Yeah, so, and uh, if you, you love DJ Qualls and you're not subscribed to the bonus episodes, uh, oh boy, you're missing you're leaving, out. You're leaving DJ Qualls on the table. <laughs> It'd be so easy to put him up there as well because he's very skinny. Very skinny. He's very strange looking man, DJ Qualls. And if you're listening, DJ Qualls, love to have you on the show. Absolutely. You're sort of the... Uh, uh, nah, anyway, let's move on. Yep. Gulaka has also apologized to all of the rural municipalities affected by his actions. I've <laughs> never had to do that. I've never had to apologize to multiple rural municipalities for my actions. Not even Going down one. The, uh, the municipality. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yep. Going down the municipalities guy. Oh, did I... Did I... Build a bridge for Antler County. <laughs> no. All right. Just call, calling up the mayor. Did I build you a bridge? <laughs> did it suck? <laughs> did, did yeah. Ever, yeah. Did you have Sorry. a bridge collapse and was it designed by me? Turns out I've got Sorry. a bridge problem. No one told me until the one fell over. Sometimes all you need is someone in your life to just be honest with you. Yeah. Mm. An intervention. Yeah. We're all here to make you stop building bridges. A bridge intervention. Yeah. Are you are you building a bridge right now? <laughs> stop it. Please. Don't do it. Leave Get it for somebody else. So no people were hurt by that bridge collapse, but we don't know how many fish were hurt mm. by the collapse of the Dick Memorial Bridge. If we did know, that's the sort of thing that we would cover in Nature Corner. But instead, we're going to talk about some different stuff in this segment of Nature Corner. Country roads take me home to the place I belong Winter Kisser Nature Corner Robert Kraft Sit my This comes to us from KPNX in Arizona, the Phoenix. Uh-huh. Chemical treatment to be deployed against invasive fish in Colorado River. Okay. Yeah, bear with me. Yeah, here. just I, I feel like you could probably just build like a, a little wall on the land and they won't be able to <laughs> get through your defenses. Very easy game of tower defense against the fish enemy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. You give them a couple hundred million years. Oh, Fuck, if they, they, if they start sprouting there. legs. Yeah, we're fucked. This whole castle's rooted. The National Park Service will renew efforts to rid an area of the Colorado River in northern Arizona of invasive fish by killing them with a chemical treatment, the agency said Friday. A substance lethal to fish, but approved by federal environmental regulators called rotenone, yeah. will be disseminated starting August 26th. It's just the brand name for fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's deadly to this kind of fish and pigs. Man, there was another one of those recently. Um, yeah. It's so good just seeing everyone in the comments just being like, no. The fentanyl cop, you mean? Yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And doctors being like, oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> There's a really good uh, Radio Lab episode about it, I'm pretty sure. 
that about. starts with them supposedly backing the narrative and then it all falling apart towards the end. That's One. very funny. It's the latest tactic in an ongoing struggle to keep non-native smallmouth bass and green sunfish at bay below the Glen Canyon Dam and to protect a threatened native fish, the humpback chub. <laughs> if you're a bass, you can only come in here if your mouth is this big. Yeah. That's right. I've been to that dam. Glen Canyon Dam. It's very Did nice. you see any, see any humpback chub I while you're out there? I didn't see any humpback chub, but then again, I wasn't looking down. We're looking Just for a, chub? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The treatment will require a weekend closure of the Colorado River Slough. Are you guys familiar with sloughs as a component of dams? No. Yeah, no. Ne- never heard of a slough before in my life. No. Uh, the slough is a cobble bar area surrounding the backwater where the smallmouth bass were found and a short stretch up and downstream. Uh, chemical substances were also utilized last year. The effort will be carefully planned and conducted to minimize exposure to humans as well as desirable fish species, according Ooh. to National Park Ooh. Service. Let's not delve into this again. Yeah. yeah, no, we don't have to talk about... I feel like we've visited this before. About sexy, fuckable <laughs> the, fish. The yeah. supple mouth bass. Yeah. I think that episode was... Oh, fuck, what was it? Was the something the episode... touch of a something fish. Was that the episode about the guy that was always like going to get fucked by a fish or something? No, that was the episode where we were talking about uh, how increasing water temperatures at the bottom of the ocean were giving fish bigger gonads. Oh, okay. And we were talking about big titty fish because we were getting <laughs> kind of silly with it. <clears throat> and uh, if you can figure out which episode that is on your own, great. An impermeable fabric barrier will be erected at the mouth of the slough to prevent crossover of water with the river. So they're putting a tarp down. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, big bit of plastic. Like so a that'll, tarp. That'll do it, yeah. All right. Uh, once the treatment is complete, other, another chemical will be released to dilute the rotenone. 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 maybe, if it's Italian. Hmm. Uh... In the past, smallmouth bass were sequestered in Lake Powell behind Glen Canyon Dam, which had served as a barrier to them for years. But last summer, they were found in the river below the dam. Yeah. What's Sorry. the problem? I've been picking them up and throwing them down there. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you guys are going to love what's on the other side of this dam. It's more water. <laughs> Uh, due to climate change and drought, Lake Powell, a key Colorado River reservoir, dropped to historically low levels last year, making it no longer as much of an obstacle to the smallmouth bass. The predatory fish were able to approach the Grand Canyon, where the largest groups of the ancient and rare humpback chub remain. Oh. Yeah, that's just Who nice. are you to rank fish on their importance? Yeah, that's true. I think all fish are important. I think the smallmouth bass is important. Yeah. Yeah. It's Actually, so I haven't had a good look at him, so maybe I'll just I might change my mind on that one. Um, I'm sorry the the episode I was thinking of was um, the bonus episode, the beautiful touch of a piping hot fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In this week's bonus episode, a mysterious fuckable fish. Yeah. Here we go. Environmentalists have accused the federal government of failing to act swiftly. 
The Center for Biological Diversity pointed data from the National Park Service released Wednesday showing the smallmouth bass population more than doubled in the past year. The group also said there have still been no timelines given on modifying the area below the dam. Quote, I'm afraid this bass population boom portends an entirely avoidable extinction event in the Grand Canyon, said Taylor McKinnon, the center's southwest director. That seems a little dramatic. I never heard someone just like drop the word portend in a in a casual sentence. Yeah. yeah we should extinction be doing more, event. I think. It's a wonderful word. Yeah. Quote, losing the humpback chub's core population puts the entire species at risk. Save the humpback chub. Yeah. Yeah. It's precious. Not as he- precious as the smallmouth bass, I've decided, but still. We if you look it. him up, he's got a little humpback. Oh, does he? He's got a little humpback. Oh, he's a little guy. He's oh, a little I'd guy. I'd love to check this chub out. Let me get check eyes out on that chub. chub on that guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> what a, a narrow chub. face for such a prominent humpback. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, this is a sort wonderful a wide, creature. Wide in the middle chub. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Let's fucking Almost kill those bass. <laughs> Yeah, fuck the smallmouth bass and the green sunfish. This podcast is pro humpback chub. You come for the chub, you fucked up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Conservation groups also continue to criticise the 2021 decision to downgrade the humpback chub from endangered to threatened. At the time, federal authorities said the fish, which gets its name from a fleshy bump behind its head, had been brought back from the brink of extinction after decades of protections. Not enough. Not enough. There should be a humpback chub in every garden pond to make sure it survives. I want to see a humpback chub in every fish tank. A humpback chub in every home. That's our promise. Do your part for the humpback chub. This seems like it might portend quite badly for the humpback chub. Thank you, Taylor McKinnon, (laughs) for setting that one up. That's such a great normal American name. I bet there's a million Taylor McKinnons over there. Yeah. And literally a million of them. Yeah, Smallmouth bass of American names or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's true. Yeah. Sometimes other things pretend other things. It's time for Omen's Importance. You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. You shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. This is from WKMG in Orlando, Florida. South Florida search for cold case cars leads divers to dozens of submerged vehicles. <laughs> 32 vehicles were found at the bottom of at the la- at the bottom of a lake in Durrell County over the weekend by divers searching for cars connected connected to missing persons cold cases. Mm, careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just might find 32 of them. The vehicles were discovered by divers with United Search Corps, a non-profit that seeks action and advocacy for the victims of missing persons cases and their families. According to CNN's interview with Doug Bishop, the nonprofit's founder, the search area in Durrell was just one of several hundred on the nonprofit's to-do list, oh with more goodness. than 40 cold cases to look into across the Miami-Dade and Broward counties alone. So if this is any indication, they will find upwards of like 5,000 cars this way. <laughs> 
Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Quote, it just so happened to have 32 cars, Bishop said. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot Clarif- of cars. <laughs> That's so many. It's also such a delightfully yeah. uh, computer-compatible number. <laughs> 32, that's nice. So the weird part about this is that the, the bottom of a lake is not the car's usual habitat. Oh, sorry. It's not we where should've... you would expect to yeah. find. Should have clarified that. Um, usually cars go on land. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the, instead, the these are the bottom of a lake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if someone's just confused that for a parking lot. Or what? But yeah, anyone can make that mistake. Thirty-two people could make that mistake. It's easy yeah. to or do. One person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that this yeah. is just one person's like crime dump, but they're just going back to the same spot. They're like, well, they haven't found any of them yet. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> this is his therapy. Every time, every time he gets mad, he drives another car into the lake. Ah! <laughs> and then goes home happy. Yeah. Every yeah. one of these cars. Is like five people's lives that have been saved. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't crash medicine. into them on the on the highway. You wouldn't know it. Lovely guy. Uh, Bishop clarified that his team recovered no human remains from the lake and was not able to connect any of the vehicles to cases that United Search Corps was looking into. So, like, these are probably joyride cars, right? Yeah. Got to be. Like, if there's no bodies or whatever in them, it's, they're not murder cars. They're probably they're just like... They've been used for a crime, but yeah. not a murder crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's probably fine. One of the fun crimes. Like, no, hang on. Uh, <laughs> hooning. Just their hoon cars. Ram yeah. raids. Yeah. They've probably just been ram raiding jewelry stores just to, you know, blow off some steam. And then, bam, you take them to the one lake. I think it's actually like the perfect sign that it is... The best dumping ground, right? If there's 32 cars in there and no one's been, like, arrested from it, take it to that spot. Fill it up with cars. Go crazy. That's our Bunta Vista tip of the week. If you have a car to dispose of, take it to this unnamed lake yeah. in Durrell, Florida. What's another one? Yeah. What's another one? That's right. They're going to say, oh, there's a, there's a car in that lake. Yeah. yeah, buddy, we know. They're also probably, like... They're There's not like going to check it. In there. They're not going to check it for a count. while now. They just did it. They just did the big they're check. They're not going to suspect that in a week from now there's going to be hmm. 32 more cars in that lake. I reckon you've got a year or two before anyone bothers looking again, where you could like get a little car in there, do a little crime maybe. Just a little little driver Hyundai i30 into this unnamed lake. That's right. That's probably why they didn't name it now, because it's probably so tantalising. Hmm. As somewhere to do yeah. your crimes. Is it like Hyperion that no one knows where it is? I don't know what that is. Uh that's I think that's the world's largest tree. Oh yeah, that secret tree, yeah. And then like yeah, people that that know about it uh, very wisely have not advertised its location. Because the Ooh. first thing you'd want to do is cut it down and make a really big chair out of it. Yeah. It's like how uh, all the signs at the General Sherman say that it's the world's largest tree in America, even though it's not. So Mm. what the fuck? What the fuck? What's that about? It's still a really big tree, though. You sort of stand there for a bit and you go, holy fuck, that's a big tree. And then you go, what else do I do? I've sort of taken (laughs) in the size of it. That sure is big. Do a couple of laps. Yeah. Look up a few more times because I think it would look weird to the other tourists if I just like 
walked the 15-minute trail down to the General Sherman, looked at it once and went, yep, and then turned around and hightailed <laughs> it back out of there. I'm, I'm looking at pictures of General Sherman. I mean, it's big. It's wide. It's very wide. But And that's what's most look, important. It doesn't feel that big. Yeah. 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 Well, I think you kind of got to be there to look at it. Okay. Hyperion. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm looking at photos. Yeah. They're kind of like images taken. And it's quite small to uh, you. you. You've seen a lot bigger. You used to see a lot bigger. No, no, I haven't seen bigger. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I'm looking at this and I'm a little, like, because there's a picture You're of like, a whole bunch of guys standing around it. Kind of like good scale for how, how wide it is. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. If this is the biggest tree on in the world, Asterisk. Then I think it's I guess the, I'm just not that interested in big trees. It's the biggest by mass, I think. Is yeah. the, or at least wow. it used to be considered the biggest by mass. It's not the tallest. Oh, and they make the uh, distinction: largest known living single stem tree on Earth. To distinguish them from those populations of trees that are all the same organism. Oh and yeah. And they connect underground. There's like a little mushroom guy. I love those. I love when there's a big thing that's spread out over an area, but you can't tell that it's all connected. That shit rules. It's very creepy. So that mushroom that we talked about in that one episode, Mm -hmm. the two slur-based softball teams of the Upper Peninsula. Check that episode out. It was a good episode. I think that's probably an episode of the podcast, Punta Vista. Um, We've loved having you. Hopefully you loved having us. Uh, if you'd like twice as much of this in a week, consider signing up to the Patreon. We got bonus episodes. That's the end of the list. Oh, you get That's access it. to the Discord as well. We used to have That's the two things. We used to have like other perks at different ranks, different tiers. And then uh, yeah. we all went, Oh wow, this is this takes a lot of time. That's Very a lot of work for us. Yeah. And and no one seems to really care that much about yeah. it. And also it's kind of low reward. We should yeah. Yeah, maybe just make the podcast good. Yeah, so we did. Um, we did we're working no, on that try. one. We're working on that one. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Catch you.